Well, today on the next phase with Steve Key podcast, Agatha Gabor, uh, long career in communications. And you know, she's decided to put her experiences in a handbook. It's called Public Speaking Presentations, Media Interviews, Helping You Succeed. It's available on Amazon. Uh, Aggie was very generous to send me a copy of this book uh, and was uh, was happy to uh, to speak with me today. Uh, I've known Aggie for, oh, I'd say the better part of 10 years now. We worked closely together when I was at Insurance Bureau of Canada. Uh, she started uh, her company, Gabor Group, after a successful career in, in media. Uh, and this company did so much for IBC uh, when I was there. Uh, and they were a really valuable resource. And I'm so happy to have Aggie with me today. So welcome to my podcast. Thank you for having me. I, I, I read the book. And first of all, congratulations on this book. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I said to you offline, it's something that I believe should sit on everyone's desk. And I also think from, from a schooling perspective, I think it's a great primer for anyone getting into public relations. What what prompted you to put all your your thoughts into a book? Well, I always knew there would be a need for it. Frankly, I never had time to put it down. And knowing that there is a need, and all of a sudden, during the last 15 months, we all had more time perhaps than we wanted. And I decided that this is going to be my project to put this down because I believe everybody, like you said, everybody could use this for communication skills, whether it's for making a speech or doing a media interview or just doing a presentation. And when we've held the workshops at Gabor, most of our participants were mostly from the higher echelons of corporations or government. It was vice president, directors, because we, they were intended to be small groups, four or five people. Therefore, it was kind of expensive to send middle management or juniors to our workshops. But I thought if I put it in a handbook, where it's available for anyone, whether a person can purchase it uh, for $8.99 or whatever it, it sells, whether you want print or, or download, or a, a, a department can bonus it to people or a school can use it. You know, it can have many uses without it costing an arm and a leg. And really and truly, I wrote it as if I was holding a seminar. You probably yeah. recognize some of the words. I exactly recognize some of the words. So I, I wanted to sort of go through a little bit of an exercise. Now, we, we've worked together. Uh, but, you know, if I come to you and I say, Aggie, I'm giving a speech, 100 people. And, you know, I think I do reasonably well. What's your approach to making my speech come off the page a bit better? Well, first of all, I'd like to see your speech, and that's taken for granted that you came to me with a speech. Mm -hmm. I first look at the speech and see how you put it. I, I read it and see the structure of your speech, because that's very important. If you are a corporate person and not Steve Key, the media person, you may write your speech as a memo, where what you really want to say is at the very bottom. 
And I try to work with the structure so that you come out like a news writing. You tell them what you're going to tell them, then you tell them, and then you tell them what you told them. Keep it very simple and very easily delivered, easy to deliver, and easy to understand. So we work on the structure of your speech. Then I look at how it's put on the page because I want you to be successful in delivering it. So we make sure that isn't too much on the page, right? That you have only maybe three or four paragraphs to the page with large margins, lots of spaces. And then I help you read it. We read it kind of together and we mark it up. How are you going to where deposits are, how long deposits are, one slash, two slashes, three slashes, a big line for a transition when you're changing the topic. So we work on the formality and then we practice. Uh, usually one of the important things is the first minute, the first and the last minutes of your presentation are the most important thing. So we talk about how to approach the first minute, how to get rid of the butterflies, how to establish eye contact with your audience. Usually I have questions about what to do with your hands, your posture, your body language, and we practice over and over and over again. That's how I would help you. It's, it's funny because we all have our own personal habits. I tend to be a very expressive person uh, and use my hands, uh, but I've watched other people and they almost use a podium as a safety net and they, they hide behind it or they, they grab it. And I've always, when I've tried to coach people, uh, it's, it's to be yourself, make eye contact, but look at one person at a time. And, and that was always, you know, my message to people, uh, you know, do you, yeah, yeah. Yes. we always had the same messages, Steve, I think, <laughs> I really think <laughs> it's very important to have eye contact and don't just gaze over at the public like they're over, I usually say, like they were all potatoes, no, they're people and you have to look at them. And about the podium, for my training sessions, I use a music stand, so if you lean on it, and you want to hold on to it for your dear life, it's going to fall. <laughs> so you can't hide behind anything and you're right to gesture. If you are a gesture, if not, don't bother. Now, the senior executives that you um, have worked with, and again, these are the people that tend to be uh, speakers, it's a completely different mindset than to translate that into a media interview. So what are some of the tips you give people for, for giving good, say, TV interviews versus a speech? It's totally different, as you say. And I think the mindset and the whole idea, the whole, um, when, when an executive is asked to go on television, they go, unless they are trained by you or me, uh, they go with the idea that they're going to answer questions. And yes, of course, if a reporter asks you to speak about a specific issue, it's your, and you accept the invitation, uh, you need to address that issue. But that's not the only reason why you're going to do that interview. You also need to have your own message that 
after you have dealt with the reporter's question, you can bridge to and you can have some positive messages to get across during that media interview. So you have to prepare. Okay, they're going to ask me about the profit that my company has made in the last year. I will answer that to the best of my ability. But I also want to make a point that we also had this amazing philanthropy, uh, philanthropic um, donation and what we did is just an, ex an example. We may have made a million dollar profit, but may we may have done very good with another million dollars that we have given to a university. So you have your messages. I always say an interview uh, is like a ping pong game and you're allowed to serve. You can have your own idea that you bring into an interview. We, I always felt that um, you, know, you can go to <laughs> training and you can, you can talk to people about that. I would always go the other way around and I would say to a person who was uh, wanting to promote something, say, well, what headline would you like to see in the paper? And unless they could articulate how they wanted that to play out, it worked, it was detrimental to what they were doing because you didn't have that end goal, that end game of what you wanted to achieve. So true, a reporter may ask you about a profit and you have to then go on the defense where if you have some confidence, you can you can bring out those positive points and, and get a win-win and hopefully the right coverage that you would like to get. Exactly. And another thing is very important. Uh, don't be too defensive and don't fight with the interviewer because A, you can't win because the interviewer has an audience and the interviewer, that's their profession. And, and they can always cut you off and go to commercial or do all kinds of things that we have up our sleeves when we are on the other side. So don't fight. Uh, maybe use body language, lean forward, you hold up your hand, don't touch the host. That's too much. <laughs> A little bit too much. But, but, but lean forward and, and maybe say, may I make a point? And they will have to let you. So don't fight. Be nice, but be insistent on making your points in case you are up against an interviewer who is a little too aggressive, which some people are. Good media relations professionals, uh, I would often say I felt like it was my job to triage any situation, whether they were going to be on the double-ender interview, whether they were doing things online like we're, we're speaking uh, today, or if if it was a scrum, each situation brings different tactics of how that spokesperson should perform. Exactly. And also, I very often say, don't allow yourself to relax too much with a very nice interviewer, because you can have a very nice interviewer take you off your message very easily. I used to say it's like leading someone down the rose garden, you know, we're talking about the weather or, or, or something I want to talk about. We talk about dogs, which maybe we both like. And all of a sudden, the three, four minutes is off. And here we ended up talking about something that I didn't really want to talk about, but you were so nice to me. So always have your message. I think that's the key thing for media interviews. Know why you're there. You're 
most of the time you're not there to become a television star. You're there because you, you want to say something. So prepare. And one more thing, preparation is not, if you just write down your message, it's not the same. You have to say it because it has to be conversational. It can be just a written memo. You know the difference between when you write or when you speak. So in a conversation and you, in the preparation of your message, you have to do it out loud or do it with your wife. Yeah. Practice. Yeah. Well, she, uh, I know she's probably been sick of me preparing for things over the years, but uh, <laughs> uh, that was good. Uh, two more little things I wanted to, to, to ask you about. One, uh, in our work with Gabor, uh, we made great use of videos. And videos is almost an opportunity to be able to get or tell stories, especially when we would do community tours for the insurance industry. Uh, uh, what's your, you must have a, a, a pretty strong feeling that these can be effective. Okay, I, I think they're very, very effective. And <clears throat> so uh, not just videos, uh, the use of visual aids, for example, either in a speech or in a media interview. Uh, in a speech, you choose your visual aid, depending on what kind of location, how many people, whether you're going to show a video or whether you're just going to have slides. It depends on the occasion and, and the, the, the audience and the size of the audience. But even in media interviews, I mean, if you have a message that uh, you're talking about uh, specific uh, things in a community or whatever, if you have a little video, I think the television station is very pleased to play that. If you send it to them in advance and you get it to the right hands and then you tell the host and then they introduce it. I think it's an excellent aid to help you tell your message once again. That's what it's all about. And finally, and I think we can both chuckle about this because I was never known as being a shrinking violet when it came to the way I dressed, the way I looked, the way I presented myself. But you do talk a little bit about uh, appropriate clothing and, and what what to wear. Uh, yeah, simple. Yeah, simple. And, you know, at times I was never simple. How do you tell somebody how to look? Like, how do you approach that? Because, you know, some people mm. are tied to their style. Right. I... I, I I think usually the best way is to go back to the content. What, what is it that you want to achieve by making this speech or doing this interview? And it's what your message is. And I just say, you know, some things can distract from your message. Like if you're a woman and you have giant dangling earrings and you've got jewelry and you've got very big scars, which could be lovely in person, but I may end up being attracted to the scarf and try to figure out whether it's um, Hermes or not, or the sound of the jingling of the, uh, of the bracelet. So anything that distracts. For men, uh, in the old days, we used to say don't wear certain colors. With technology, that really doesn't matter anymore. But still, uh, checkered suits, you know, the old sports uh, caster look, it's, it's distracting. So I keep it simple, sweetheart, is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the beginning of the book, 
there are you know, short testimonials. Uh, my former boss, Don Forgeron, said about techniques to bringing key messages to life. Uh, Stan Griffin, who was a former CEO, talks about telling the truth and keeping it simple. They seem to have all bought into to what you're saying. So it's a yeah, apparently Stan really, sorry, Stan really had an Aunt Martha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he really liked that. Well, listen, Aggie, uh, this book is great. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm so pleased to have had a chance to read it and also do work with you over the years. Uh, I gather you're still consulting with people and still doing yeah. work on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not as uh, busy as it was. We don't do the tours. We have, you know, it's a pandemic. But we do, um, you know, video workshops and, uh, and now be back to doing videos. So I have a couple of clients for, I mean, do quite a bit of video production. Well, and I'm of course, the, uh, the media workshops. And I, uh, I wish you ongoing success and... Uh... And just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll always keep in touch uh, because, uh, again, I thank you for everything you've done uh, for me and the organizations in the past. Uh, but this is a great book, and I'll certainly, in the description, uh, put a link to it on Amazon and, and certainly a link back to Gabor Group. If, if anyone's interested, you can do a lot worse than uh, giving a call to Aggie Gabor. And so thank you for this today. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you. Great. Well, that's the, the latest edition of the Next Phase with Steve Key podcast. Have an interesting story to tell or uh, a book to pitch. I'm, uh, I'm here. Uh, thank you and have a great day.